Welcome to Coopercast Black Coffee, Episode 1. This is your host, Al Zalate, John Sachs. We talk about the funky faculty, Tom Stein, Larry Finn, Bob Dozma, Daryl Lowry, and Jeff Stout, and about playing guitar via synth keyboard, about Kev Moe, the blues wizard. We're talking with Al Cooper today about his 2005 album, Black Coffee. Were you teaching at Berkeley at this time? The reason I ask is because uh, on about half or more of the tracks, the band is listed as the funky faculty. Well, I took the band. Okay. The band outlasted my stay at Berkeley. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. And we t- we toured all over the world. That's cool. Because, hmm. you know, nothing like a music teacher to be a great musician. Yeah. The uh, Funkel Funkel faculty. The the Funkel faculty. The Funkel faculty on this album (laughs) consists of a guy named Tom Stein playing bass, bass instructor at Berkeley, I assume. Probably. Larry Finn playing drums. Bob, now how is it pronounced? Dozema. Bob Dozema plays a lot of really hot guitar on this album. Great. Well, they're all great musicians. Did Bob Dozema have a separate career that we would know about? No. Okay. These are teachers. Yeah, yeah. But you were a teacher, but you also had a... Right. And then the Horns guys, were they Berkeley guys? Daryl Lowry and Jeff Stout? Lowry. Lowry. They they were Berkeley teachers too. Uh And then there's a guy playing mandolin named Al Cooper, who I believe was from the hills of West Virginia. Yeah. He's a hillbilly guy. I've heard of him. Okay. Well, let's jump in. The first song on the album is called My Hands Are Tied, which is written by this Al Cooper. It was kind of Sticky Fingers, Rolling Stones. Oh, okay. was my inspiration. Yeah. Song number two is called Am I Wrong? And this is one of those songs where everything is played by Al Cooper, all of the instrumentation. Yeah, well, that's usually the case if I do it at home. Right, right. The vocal style reminded me a little bit of the early Kerner, Ray, and Glover. No. No, I was very influenced by the original record. By the original, okay. Which is, you'll have to tell me who wrote it. Who wrote it were Kevin Moore. Kev Moe. Kev Moe, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, that's his real name. Oh, okay, Kev Moe was Kevin Moore, and, uh, right. And um, I I loved his first album. Okay. I didn't know him. Right. And then I made it my business to know him, and he turned out to be a great guy. Mm. And, um, and when I lived in L.A., uh, we saw a lot of each other. And uh, he was a great guy, and I... I would uh, sometimes sit in with him when he when he played locally, and uh, or if we banged into each other on the road. From from South L.A., he was born in '51. I don't know any of that. Yeah, so that just gives people an idea, you know, where he comes from. But he's he's a very talented guy, mm. and uh, a, a really good writer and singer and player. So if people want to hear the inspiration for Alice, I am wrong. Look up Kev Moe's version of it. Uh, 
Okay. The third song on the album, which is again done with the funky faculty, is called How Am I Ever Gonna Get Over You, which is also written by this guy, Al Cooper. Oh, let me let me jump back for a minute just to say that uh, on Am I Wrong, you play the lead guitar, and it's pretty cool. For a guy whose name most people associate with the organ, we realize that you play a lot of guitar. The guitar on Am I Wrong is impressive. Well... <clears throat> If my memory serves me well, there's acoustic guitar, mm. but that's really a synthesizer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's just it's such a great sample, I can't resist. Right. And so then my keyboard playing uh, makes me play better than I could play an acoustic guitar. Interesting. So sometimes when we think we're listening to Al play guitar, exactly. we're listening to Al on the keyboard. Yeah. I'll be darned. Another illusion shattered. Okay. Going on to uh, how am I ever going to get over you? Um, there's a marvelous sax solo on there by Daryl Lowry again. Lowry. Lowry. Daryl Lowry. He's a funky faculty. Yeah. It's great. It's a great solo. Well, all those guys yep. were, you know, guys who could play way over me. Really? Mm. And and most of them could uh, had technical ability far beyond mine on the keyboard, even if they played another instrument. <laughs> really? Yeah. So why did they put up with Al? Oh, they liked me. And I liked them. It was a very nice thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the core of that band. Yeah. Um, the bass players and the drummers changed. Okay. But all the rest of them were always the same mm. for many years. And these guys knew about such obscure topics as Blood, Sweat, and Tears and Bob Dylan. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And Leonard Skinnard. They probably didn't know about Leonard Skinnard. Really? Yeah, because they were serious musicians. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't rock too much. Oh, I see. More a little more on the jazz side. Huh? Hang on. Let's let the dog barking in the car. Truck, very noisy truck. So um, you said they were. Uh, well, I was wondering, are they more on the jazz side of things than the rock side? These guys. Yeah. This has been Coopercast Black Coffee Episode 1, brought to you by Synth Guitar. You can find out a lot more about Al at alcooper.com and submit questions for Al on the Coopercast page.